are you a VAT registered taxpayer? All VAT registered taxpayers are required by law to comply with the electronic tax invoice requirements. Upgrade to the new electronic tax registers by 30th September 2022. Hello and welcome to Tubonga Tax, the show that provides you with all the information that you need to stay informed. I am your host, Alan Madoka. Now, in this episode, which is another very enlightening one, may I add, we're going to be talking about emerging issues under the pay-as-you-earn tax regime, otherwise known as PAE. And to guide us through this is Wanja Wangondu from Tax Education, part of the Kenya Revenue Authority. Thank you so much for joining us today, Wanja. Thank you, and I'm glad to be here. Now, let's dive straight into it, Wanja. What is PAYE and who is eligible to add this obligation? Pay as you earn is a method of collecting tax at source from individuals who are in gainful employment. And employers are the persons who are eligible to add the pay as you earn obligation, whether the employer is an individual or none individual. Now, Wanja, you've mentioned the word employer. Who is defined as an employer under the law? Employer includes any resident person who is responsible for the payment and accounting of benefits of the employees. It also includes an agent, a manager, or a representative of a non-resident person who is also accountable for the payment of the benefits. Now, I'm sure uh, one of the critical questions that our listeners may have is what is the minimum taxable amount under the payee regime? So as we have said, an employer is that person who pays benefits to employees. Then the employer becomes eligible for the pay-as-you-earn tax obligation if the benefits either in cash or non-cash that the employer gives to the employees is Kenya shillings 24,000 or more in a month. Now, Wanja, what if I am an employer and all my employees earn below 24,000 shillings? As an employer, do I still need to register for pay? If all your employees earn below 24,000 Kenya shillings, in a month, you are under no obligation to register with PSUN obligation. But if sometimes when you pay them, there's some money that exceeds, some months it exceeds 24,000, then you are required to add the PSUN obligation. So it's only the employer who adds the PSUN obligation, not the employees. Now, Wanja, with that on payment, um, what are the allowable deductions? Now, an allowable deduction is amount that reduces the taxable income. And for pay as you earn, we have two allowable deductions. The first one is interest on mortgage. If an employee has taken mortgage and the employee is living in that house, then the interest of up to 25,000 in a month or equal to 300,000 in a year is allowed to be less from the gross income that the person is earning. 
In addition to that, we also have the pension contribution. The employees' pension contributions of up to 20,000 in a month or 240,000 in a year in Kenya shillings is also allowed to be less. Are there cash and non-cash benefits which are chargeable to payee? Uh, yes, ideally we would say what you get from your employment as cash or non-cash benefits is actually chargeable to pay as you earn. We only have a few of the gains and benefits from employment that are exempt from pay as you earn. And these ones include staff meals. If you give your employees meals in terms of food itself, or there's a restaurant that they go and take their meals from, I want you to note that it's not money. If you give employees money and tell them this is money for food, that money is chargeable to pay as you earn. But if you give the employees food whose value does not exceed Kenya shillings 4,000 in a month or 40, 48,000 in a year, it's not chargeable to pay as you earn. In addition, if employees are going out of office and they're to get per diems, the money that you give them, the first Kenya shillings 2,000 per day, will not be chargeable to pay as you earn. Also notice, if an employee uses their money, maybe for a given expense on behalf of the employer, and the employer reimburses that money, reimbursements are not chargeable to pay as you earn. And there are those employers also who have medical covers. The medical covers that the employees enjoy from the employer are not chargeable to pay as you earn. And in addition to this, if the employer gives employees loans, and these loans are at lower interest rate than the prevailing market rate, then the tax on the fridge benefit is on the employer, not the employees. These are among the various items that will not attract. We are delving much deeper into this topic of the pay-as-you-earn tax regime. But just before that, did you know that the deadline to upgrade your ETR is 30th September 2022? If you haven't upgraded, check out our website at www.kra.go.ke for the list of suppliers and make sure you upgrade today. Now, Wanja, as we continue, how is payee calculated and filed? Maybe you can give an example, uh, maybe with a salary, so that our listeners can get maybe a better idea of that. PSUN is chargeable to tax under the graduated scale. And maybe to start with, it is only an individual who can earn a salary. So if a company pays another company some money, that money will not be deemed to be employment income it will have another name and so its tax will not be pay as you earn so in this case now individuals are taxed under the graduated scale i know somebody is asking what do you mean by graduated scale what i mean is the first 24000 in a month attracts tax at 10% the next 8333 attracts tax at 25% and anything above 32,333 attracts tax at 30%. And this came to effect from 1st of January 2021. So the rates for last year are still the rates that are applying this year. And 
You asked if I would use an example. Let me assume somebody earns 115,000. And let me assume that this person has mortgage interest of 15,000, uh, pension, they are contributing towards pension 5,000 in the given month, and then they'll get the personal relief. Uh, let, let me assume it's a resident person. So let, let's start a computation and say, I'll call this person Alan. Alan gets 115,000 in the month of August 2022. And Alan has an interest on mortgage of 15,000. So we will take the one 15,000, we less the 15,000, which is mortgage interest, since it's an allowable deduction. After that, we will less pension contribution, the one that Alan contributed for the given month, and it is 5,000. So when we take one 15,000, we less 15,000, and we also less 5,000, it gives us 95,000. And now 95,000 is the taxable this taxable pay is what we subject to the graduated skillets. And so we will take the first 24,000 and compute tax on it at 10% to give us a tax of 2,400. Then the next 8,333, we will compute tax on it at 25% to give us a tax of 2,083. And anything above 32,333, we will compute tax on it at 30%. So in this case, 95,000, we less than 2,333. This gives us 62,000. 667. When we multiply this by 30%, it gives us 18,800. So our tax payable is 22,283. Once we get this, we less personal relief. All resident persons get a personal relief of 2,400 per month. So we less the 2,400. And also, if Alan has either a health insurance policy, an education insurance policy, or a life insurance policy that qualifies for the insurance relief, we would also less 15% of the insurance premiums towards these three. We have talked about health, life, or education that he paid in the month. Then the balance now becomes tax payable. So in this case, Alan's tax payable for the month of August is 20883 that is how we compute PZ1. That is a great example. I know some may just look at a, a whole figure of, let's say, 100,000 shillings and then just get 30% of that, which is 30,000. And then they say the 30,000 is what is taxed. But it's good to know that it's a graduated scale. And thank you so much for that example. Now, Wanja, when should PE be filed? And are there any penalties for a lack of compliance for filing these PE taxes on time? The person who should account for late and deduct as well is the employer. The employer is required to deduct and submit that tax and file the returns before the 9th of the following month. So what we mean, all the pays you earn that the employer has deducted from the employees in the month of August, it should be submitted on or before the 9th of September. Now, in relation to the penalties, if the pays you earn return is not filed on time, it attracts a late filing penalty of 25% of the tax due all Kenya shillings 10,000, whichever is higher. In addition, if the pay, pay as you earn tax 
is not limited to the tax authority on time, there is also a late payment penalty of 5% of the tax due. Add for taxes, any tax that remain unpaid after the due date, it attracts an interest of 1% per month. You notice penalty is one off, but the interest is 1% per month. So if you take 12 months, that will be 12%. Thank you. Now, another question, Wanja, that may come up is, does payee include earnings from casual employment? So let's look at what pays you earn takes care of. When you are earning from employment, your employer may pay you wages, and mainly for the people in casual employment, earn wages. Your employer may pay you a salary as well. Your employer may also pay you commissions. The three attract pays you one. So let's talk about now the people who are in the casual employment. What we look at is how much did the employer pay you? If the employer paid you anything 24000 and above in a given month, that will be qualifying. Yes. Now, Wanja, you mentioned a word before, and I want to come back to it. The word fringe benefit. What is a fringe benefit and uh, what is the current rate for it? Uh, thank you. Fringe benefit comes in when the employer gives employees loans at lower interest rate than the prevailing rate. For example, if the prevailing market interest rate is 10% and the employer gives employees loans at then it means that this person, by the fashion of being in employment, they are getting an 8% benefit. How then do we compute tax on the fridge benefit? We take, assuming you got a loan of 1 million and um, you got it at 2%, the current fridge benefit tax rate is 8%. So the fridge benefit will be 8% minus the 2% and we multiply that by... Uh, the loan that you've been given, which is one million. And then the fridge benefit tax rate is 30%. And as we had said earlier, the fridge benefit tax is paid by the employer, not the employees. About the current fridge benefit rate in the country is 8%. And we get this rate from Treasury. Treasury gives us, and it's actually published on the Ministry of Finance website. You can get it there. Now, Wanja, what happens in the case of, let's say, my company is new and I haven't employed any staff yet? Do I still have to pay pay? So with a new company and no employees, you do not need the PSU1 obligation. You get the PSU1 obligation because you have employees and the employees, at least one of them, or yourself, you're paying yourself a salary, you're earning 24000 or more. So now, how then is this PS1 obligation added? Currently, when you are registering a company and you want to get a, the PIN as well, under the e-citizen platform, it will ask you, do you have employees? Indicate you have employees if they are earning 24000 or more. If they are not earning, then don't indicate. Because the question, do you have employees, is to take care of the PS1 
obligation. Now, if you haven't got the PSU1 obligation at the registration point and you want to add it later, then what you do, you log into iTax system with your PIN and password and you add the PSU1 obligation and it will be approved and after that you will have the obligation now and you will be required to file the returns every month on or before the 9th of the following month and pay any taxes that should be paid. Now, here's uh, an interesting question for you, Anja. And we've just concluded elections. And uh, during these elections, there were IABC clerks who were there maybe on a, on a very short-term basis just for the purposes of that exercise. Now, how would their payments be treated uh, in regards to the, the tax regime? Yes, uh, IABC employed a number of people and when the IABC will be paying these benefits, it will deduct the PSU1. And at the end of the year, IABC will indeed send you the P9 form. And once the IABC sends you the P9 form, as you are filing your income tax individual returns, ensure you file from your main employer and these other part-time income that you earned in the year and PSU1 was deducted from it. Okay, now... As we wind up our session today on Tubonge Tax Wanja, as a new employer, what should I know about pay? As a new employer, the first thing that you need to know about pay as you earn is that we have a starter pack that we said to all persons who register for the obligations. So we will send you the pay as you earn starter pack. And what the PSU1 Startup Pack will be informing you about is it will tell you about the PSU1 obligation. And also, by the way, anyone who gets a PIN, we said the Startup Pack. So it will tell you about the PSU1 obligation and it will also inform you that you are required to file the returns on or before the 9th of the following month and also pay any PSU1 tax that is due. In addition, there is a seminar or a training it can be online or physical, but we said the information to you, informing you of if it's an online uh, engagement, we give you the link. And if it's a physical engagement, we inform you about the details of the venue of the given seminar that's held for all the newly registered PSU and taxpayers. Thank you so much for that enlightening episode on the pay-as-you-earn tax regime. And I'm sure our listeners have learned a lot about the subject of pay. Maybe before I let you go, Wanja, is there anything else that you'd like to add to our listeners out there, our taxpayers and employers, employees who are in this regime? And uh, maybe some words, a quick word of advice to them. Thank you whether you are a resident or a non-resident, and you pay your employees anything from 24000 and above, then you're required to have the pay as you obligation. Ensure you file your returns every month or not before the 9th of the following month and limit any taxes as well. Would you be giving your employees benefit and you do not know whether they are chargeable to tax or not? You may check on our website. You'll be able to see the PSUN e brochure as well as the PSUN guide. Thank you. Do you have any tax related queries? 
Well, reach out to our contact center via the number 0711-099-999. I repeat, that's 0711-099-999. Or alternatively, you can email KRA at callcenter at kra.go.ke. That is C-A-L-L-C-E-N-T-R-E at kra.go.ke. You can also find us on social media on Twitter under the handle at KRA Care or on Facebook under the handle Kenya Revenue Authority. Thank you so much for joining us on Tubonga Tax. I've been your host, Alan Madoka. And until next time, goodbye.